welcome to the Ice Guys, brought to you by the Hockey Podcast Network. This is the show that takes you to the world of the National Hockey League. Every game, every day, from a sports fan perspective. With pro handicappers Alex B. Smith, Andrew McKinnis, and Ian Cameron, and veteran sports writer Jimmy Murphy. And now, here's your host, Ian Cameron. Welcome to the Ice Guys, presented by the Hockey Podcast Network. It is Thursday, June 16th. Ian Cameron uh, with you. Now, we had Joe Madden scheduled as our guest from weeks ago. Uh, we, we confirmed this. And otherwise, we probably wouldn't have had a show today with no game on. But you said, you know what? We got Joe Madden on. She already committed to this day. How could we say no? How could we not do a show today? So that's what we're going to do. We're going to just do a nice recap of game one last night. and Just some early thoughts, early opinions on game two, which will take place on Saturday night in Denver with Colorado leading the series one nothing. Joe, welcome to the show. Uh, it was a great betcast last night, a great game one. Thanks for joining us for a bit uh, on the uh, betcast last night, and uh, great to have you on the official daily Ice Guys show for the first time. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you so much for having me here, Ian. It's a pleasure, and it was so much fun on the betcast last night. Really enjoyed hanging out with you guys for a little bit, so I can't wait to do the next one. Yeah, absolutely. No question. The next one, by the way, is Monday uh, at uh, 8 o'clock p.m. Eastern time. So we're definitely looking forward to that. Uh, no question. It's going to be uh, a lot of fun. Uh, game three, it will be uh, on Monday with uh, Tampa Bay and Colorado. The scene will shift to T-Bay, uh, obviously, for that one uh, on Monday night. So again, join us for that if you want to. Uh, that'll be coming up Monday night. Joe, we'll get your thoughts first. Uh, game one last night, Colorado Jumps on Tampa in the first period. I mean, you were on with us at that time. They got off to that three to one uh, start in the opening period. Uh, it looked like it was more rest than rust in that opening period from the Avs. We were concerned about that with the nine days off, but they had the jump on Tampa Bay early. Uh, their speed was really evident, really gave Tampa Bay problems. You could even say a couple of goals that were not the best goals to go in. Uh, on Andre Vasilevsky by any stretch of the imagination. So, you know, it's a spot here where they, they had a great opening period. But Tampa Bay, in classic lightning fashion, they're never out of a game. They've got the hearts of Lions, Warriors. They've been here before. They've done that. They've come back before in games. Uh, and they did that last night with a good second period to get that game tied. Two quick goals right back in the hockey game. I think Colorado woke up again in the third period, and I thought that the altitude and the thin air as well kind of slowed things down for Tampa later in the game. And Colorado was starting to pick it up again. I thought they carried the play late. And then, of course, they get the one-timer from Andre Burakovsky in overtime uh, for the game winner 4-3. So I thought it was a great game played by both teams. And give Colorado credit, Joe. They took a punch after being ahead 3-1. Tampa comes back. Maybe you think, oh, Colorado in a little bit of trouble. But they punched back, and they get the 4-3 win. I think it was an important game for Colorado to win, considering everybody, including me, was concerned about the nine days off. And the fact they won that game, I think, pretty important for the Avs. Yeah, it was absolutely so important for them to get that first win. And I thought what we saw in that first period when we were on the cast together, for them to dominate on that power kill and not allow Tampa to score was the biggest eye-opener to me that this Colorado team is going to be able to hang with Tampa. They didn't come in rusty. They came in so well-rested and so powerful, getting a nice big win in that first period there, 3-1 uh, to one over the Tampa Bay Lightning. 
happening. And then what we saw, we saw Tampa answer back. Something I didn't really think we would see in that second. I really think I thought Colorado was going to pull it through through the second. Um, but both teams playing phenomenal in that third period, not allowing a goal on either side. And that OT goal, it was just beautiful. I um, I love what I saw out of the game last night. Four to three finish there, giving us the over. Not yep. sure we're going to see an over in the next one. I don't know either. I mean, it's kind of like the Rangers and Lightning series. I love the over in game one. I, I really love the over last night. And I had the first period as well over the total. I think a lot of us did. Uh, who didn't like uh, the over, especially early in the first period, if not the full. A lot of people like that last night with Colorado nine days off. A lot of rest to be skating well and Tampa Bay might be might take a game for them really to adjust to what kind of skill and speed and talent and ability Colorado has and definitely it looked that way yeah. uh, if you watched game one but I still think we're going to see some unders uh, in this series we are also talking about two very capable defensive teams we're talking about a Tampa Bay team that you know as we transition now to look ahead at game two you know a Tampa Bay team that I think is going to be looking to you know get the game more at their pace yeah. You know, years ago, Tampa Bay would be more than willing to trade chances and go up and down the ice with a team like Colorado. That isn't the way Tampa Bay wants to go about things these days. You know, they want to be a pretty sound, respected defensive team, uh, start with the defensive end of the ice. And I think they know they have very much room for improvement defensively after what we saw in game one. And John Cooper said it you know, in the post-game press conference that, you know, we do have a, a lot of ways to improve here uh, going into game two. We think we can be a whole lot better managing the puck. So we'll definitely see if they are capable of uh, doing that here moving forward uh, into a game two. So Saturday night, by the way, uh, is going to be game two. Uh, as far as the props go, Joe, you know very well from being on the netcast, what a first period for me with some of these goal score props. I mean, oh, absolutely. absolutely. You just unreal. loaded up. <laughs> I How mean, much what we... money did you walk away with last night, Ian? Because that first period, you were what plus seven hundred. Actually, if you throw in the Lekkonen goal, which was yeah. also in the uh, first period on the five on three, Lekkonen, Nick Paul, and of course Big Val Nachushkin. Nachushkin wow. was plus three seventy five. Nick Paul was plus three seventy five. Lekkonen was plus three hundred. So that's plus ten fifty. That's over ten to one odds combined winners and price there on those three goal score props Hats that I off to you, Ian. That's absolutely <laughs> phenomenal. You hit that. You guys put me onto that first period over one and a half because the juice had come down. So, so yep. glad um, I was able to get that. Like if you guys aren't watching the BetCast, I don't know what you're doing. Yeah, you're missing out. And, and you get to see me drink on the air too and uh, <laughs> act a fool sometimes. That's worth it sometimes as well. But it's a lot of fun. No, it is. And actually, I, that was more drinking for me than normal on the back. Because I, after I think you left, Joe, I busted out the peach schnapps. Dr. Oh, McGill no way. Doctor, doctor in the house. Quick. Yeah. <laughs> Love it. The doctor was in the house. So, no, it was a lot of fun. But, uh, no, it was, and from a betting standpoint, it was a very good bet cast. You know, we had uh, a lot of in-game winners. A lot of the props cashed in. So, it was really good uh, in terms of uh, the money we were able to make from the uh, bet cast. Not just the fun that we had uh, doing the bet cast. But uh, game two, Saturday night. I've got the uh, odds on the screen, as you can see, if you're watching on YouTube. Colorado minus 150. Home favorites in game two. Total six. I'll be honest. I'll say it right now. And, of course, we'll be on again on Saturday. Uh, for our next live show at noon Eastern, Vito will be on. We'll see if Alex or Andrew join us as well now on Saturday. But we will have a show Saturday, noon Eastern. Uh, we're looking forward to that. Uh, so I'll have everything confirmed and locked in by then. Props, side total, everything. But I'll say this right now off the hop, Joe. Tampa Bay are past for me uh, in game two. Uh, we know yeah. this team is very good off a loss. We know John Cooper's very good. 
uh, at making adjustments. Uh, there's no question about that. He's done that many times before in the past. And as um, you know, many people have said, sometimes it takes call. I think it was one, someone on our betcast last night said it. It takes Tampa Bay, you know, a game or two sometimes to get adjusted to the new opponent, right? And the Absolutely. new series. We've seen that repeatedly. The loss to Toronto in game one, the loss to the Rangers in game one. The only game one they uh, were victorious in was Florida, you know, in the second round where they swept the Panthers. So there is definitely some truth to the fact that it does take Tampa Bay a series to warm up. And there's also some truth to the fact that Colorado is very capable of winning two home games in a row because the Rangers did it and ended that big spell that Tampa Bay had over the opponent off a loss. It was the Rangers that snapped that streak. Uh, with their game two home win in the last round that yeah. what was it 18 and 0 off a loss for Tampa Bay still 18 and one off a loss though that's pretty damn good uh, for Tampa Bay even with that but you know you're getting a pretty good price here again plus 130 a nice underdog price I think Tampa Bay they saw game one just how much puck movement and skill and ability and how they think the game fast it's not just that they skate fast they move the puck fast this Colorado team and their individual players they think the game very fast they seem to make a decision before the defense on the other team can react and we saw some of those plays work very well last night uh for the colorado avalanche that's really when they did you know a lot of their damage against tampa bay when they were just moving that puck and and the high level thinking and say let's pass instead of shoot let's shoot instead of pass you know that mental game that you have when you got the puck on your stick I think those decisions were just done so well by Colorado, and that's what got Tampa Bay's defense out of position. When you block as many shots as the Lightning do, when you've got an elite goalie like Vasilevsky, if you're going to get pucks to the net, you've got to be able to maybe fake a shot, pass, maybe look like you're going to pass the puck to the right side and go back against the grain and pass it to the left because get the defense moving and go against the grain, and that is the kind of stuff Colorado's just incredible at high-level thinking, and a split-second rate. And that's what can open up those shooting lanes and open up those passing lanes against a team that is so staunch defensively like Tampa Bay is. And I think Colorado already showed signs that they could do a really good job of that last night. That being said, you know Tampa Bay is going to work overtime to make some corrections, make some adjustments following game one. I thought there's a lot of their players that could have played better. I thought it was a very quiet game from Stamkos. Did you notice Stamkos oh, on the ice no, last night? No, not at all. And even Braden Point, I know he got an assist, but quiet game for him as yep. well. I'd be looking at both of those players in this next game. And I'm with you when you say it's Tampa or no one for the second game. I really do want, uh, look at what we saw in the second period and the third and go, okay, Tampa made adjustments here. And I think we're going to see those adjustments even better going into this second game. So for me, the value is there with Tampa. I do think Colorado still plays a solid game, but... I think Tampa wins one here on the road and takes it back tied up into Tampa Bay. Yeah, that's definitely the way I'm I, I put it this way. It's going to be, I won't be on Colorado that, that much. I know already uh, it's going to be look toward Tampa Bay or nothing for me in this game. And you're, and you made a good point about some of those props. You got to think, you know, Stamkos, Kucherov, even uh, pretty quiet, although he did make a beautiful pass uh, to a mm-hmm. uh, Palat. Uh, you know, he made a great play there. Uh, it was really Stamkos more than anybody that was just, it, it, Absent, couldn't find him with a telescope. Got to say it, you know that's the way it was last night with Stephen Stamkos. I hate saying that because he's had a nice uh, couple of rounds here in a row, but you know it just wasn't a, the best game from him uh, last night there uh, against the Abs. Uh, and by the way, held without a point. And I, I'm just looking back. I want to see what Stamkos does when he doesn't score a point in the uh, playoffs. What does he do in the next game? 
He had no points against Toronto in game one, that game where they got shut out 5-0. Yeah. The next game, he had one assist, one point. He had no points in game three against Toronto in the first round. Next game, he had one goal, one point. So there you go. Two, two, two examples right there. No points in one game, and the next game, he gets on the score sheet. Uh, he had no points against uh, Toronto in game seven. Game one of the next series against Florida, he had a point. He had no points in the in the uh, fourth game against Florida. He had two points, a goal and an assist the next game. Uh, he had no points in game six against the uh, New York Rangers, or sorry, game five against the New York Rangers. Uh, game six, he has two goals, uh, both Tampa goals, uh, two points uh, in uh, game six against the uh, Rangers. So there is a repeated pattern for Stamkos. No points in one, in one game, watch out for him the next game. That's been the pattern. He's gotten at least a point in every game for the Tampa Bay Lightning uh, that he's played in the playoffs, coming off a game where he had no points. It's a great thing to look at. Yeah, absolutely. I definitely see him having a stronger game in the next one. It's going to be a fun one, Ian. I really do think, though, the best way to take it is that under. I really do see tightened-up defense on both sides. And we know Vasilevsky, he led in two soft goals, I think, in my opinion, last night. So I think this is a 3-2 to two game. All right, uh, Joe Madden le leaning toward the uh, under uh, right now here in this uh, game two on Saturday night with Tampa and Colorado. I want to see what Tampa's trending is, trend has been when they win because we all we both kind of we both definitely lean to Tampa, right? We yeah. definitely do in game two. So if you like Tampa Bay to win, go and look and see what the uh, history has been here in the playoffs when they win. You know, when they won a couple of games against Toronto, they won a couple of games that went over the total. But since game seven, Joe, against Toronto, uh, look at the wins for when they've won in the playoffs. Two to one game seven against Toronto. Game stays under. Four to one in game one against Florida, the game stays under. Two to one against Florida, the game stays under. Game two, game three against Florida, they win five one, it stays under six and a half. Game four against Florida, two nothing, game stays under. Uh, the first win they had against the Rangers, game three in Tampa, three two, it stays under five and a half. Game four against the Rangers, they win four one, game stays under. 3-1 against the Rangers in Game 5, game stays under. 2-1 against the Rangers to close out that series, game stays under. So every Tampa Bay victory in the Stanley Cup playoffs since Game 7 of the first round against Toronto, it's gone under the total. Every single Tampa win has gone under the total since Game 7 against Toronto. First couple uh, wins for Tampa in the Toronto series went over. Yeah. But ever since then, when Tampa wins a game, game goes under the total. So it does kind of fit the, the strategy and the thought process we both have, Joe, where if Tampa Bay is going to win game two, it's more than likely going to be a lower scoring game. Yeah. And with that, you can also look at these team totals here. We saw last night, the team total for the Colorado Ave at three and a half with them coming in at the favorite. I'm not getting a line right now, but I would be shocked if they weren't three and a half and to that under, hopefully we're not paying too much juice because I would look at them to stay under that number for the next one. Yeah, exactly. And when you look at uh, Colorado here, Colorado's been up and down with totals. Like they've had a bunch of overs, but they've had some unders as well. Yep. Uh, so, you know, they, they're capable of playing a lower scoring game. And to be honest with you, Kemper was more than solid last night for his first game in a couple of weeks. thought he made a couple of big saves last night. That was a concern of mine going into the game last night. But I thought Darcy Kemper did a very, very good job. 
you know, considering the situation he was in. You're facing the two-time defending champs. That's not an easy team to have to play uh, in net against when you've been off for a period of time. But, no, I thought he played a really solid game. He wasn't the reason. Uh, you know, he was a big part of the reason, I should say, Colorado won uh, that game last night. You know, Vasilevsky faced more shots. But yeah. at the end of the day, Tampa Bay, uh, Tampa Bay was uh, uh, Kemper was very good in that. You know, last night yeah. in that game, he made was. some key saves at key times. Yeah, he was. And then we look at also what the defense of Colorado was able to do, getting those block shots on goal to just give him that extra layer of protection. He only faced yep. those twenty three shots last night and um, saved twenty of those. He did fantastically i have higher hopes for him now than i did going into the first game there was a couple of really you know high pressure shots that they got on him it's just amazing to think though only 23 shots on goal got three of those in and when we look at colorado they blanket veselowski in waves of shots 38 shots on him four of those going or yeah four of those going in so it's going to be an interesting second matchup. I definitely would be still looking at Colorado to come out firing again and look at uh, Veselovsky's uh, over-save shots as well. Yeah, no question. Again, no points for Stamkos. He has a track record of hitting the score sheet the next game after not getting a point uh, in the previous game. That was definitely something that stuck out to me. You probably see a more engaged, a better captain uh, for the Tampa Bay Lightning, Stephen Stamkos, in game two. Uh, of the, how about no points for Perry? Perry was uh, very quiet. Like there wasn't yeah. any moments where Perry was jamming Kemper in front of the net or really getting under his uh, skin or anything like. We just didn't see that kind of stuff from Corey Perry last night. It was kind of strange, but he was conspicuously absent last night. Uh, so we'll see if he can uh, step it up a little bit. Uh, Hedman was uh, in. The, not, he, that's another thing I'll talk about here. Victor Hedman. You don't see many shaky defensive nights no. for this guy. He had one last night. You know, he had a bad turnover that led to one of the first period goals for Colorado. He was on the ice, although it was more Sergachev's fault. Sergachev, what are you doing? You're flipping a pass right through the middle of the ice, through the neutral zone in overtime there. Kind of put Hedman in a bad spot. But nevertheless, Hedman's still on the ice for what was the overtime winning goal last night by Andre Burakovsky. So great player, but, you know, great players don't play great every night. As Harry Neal once said, you know, even Betty Crocker burns the odd cake. And, you know, last night we ended up seeing uh, Victor Hedman not at his absolute best. Yeah, it was uh, surprising not to see him at his best. But another player that I think will have a bounce back, we look at these players that did have weaker games in that first, and I'm looking for them to come out with uh, energy in the second. So it's going to be a great series for sure. Are you still looking for this series to go deep, Ian? No question. I, 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 by the way, I did take six and seven game series props. Both of them were plus 210. Nice. So you know what the obvious uh, intent is or goal. Win one of them and you're profitable. Absolutely. doesn't matter which one. And they're both the same price. So it's not even a situation where, you know, you can cheer on, you know, you're, you're, I prefer six or seven games because they're both plus 210. I just want to hit one of them and it'll be profitable. Give me a six-game series. Give me a seven-game series. I'll be happy uh, with either one. So. Uh, that's where I'm at. So that was my thought. And I don't have to worry about who wins the series either. Yeah. You know, it's just a, it's just bets on the series to go six and the series to go seven games, regardless of who wins, uh, both of them at plus 210. So 
Uh, that's my thinking is that hopefully we get at least a six games. And I think we will. I, think I would be shocked. Be I'd be shocked if this one is finished in five. Looking at the talent on both sides of the puck here, I think really you have a moneymaker going six or seven. Um, I hope it goes to seven because I don't want hockey to be over this year, but we'll see. Someone could get it done in six. It's going to be interesting. I think game two is pivotal that Tampa gets a win. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. I'm with you there, Cheshire Cat. Like, Hedman was on the ice. He, he has to take some responsibility for it, but uh, no doubt that was Sergachev's mistake. Uh, there's no question about it. It's just a terrible play. Can't make that. No force. He knows better than that. Anybody on this Tampa team knows. In overtime, don't put the puck through the middle of the ice. Find your outlet. Find your teammate. Use the glass. Use the boards. You know, use the wall. Anything uh, but doing that. And, and he made the worst decision possible at that moment and it ended up costing uh, Tampa Bay in overtime leading to that uh, Burakovsky goal but yeah Kucherov wasn't great last night although the one great moment he had was that beautiful feed to Palat that was a great goal uh, no question uh, about that how well he uh, fe just feathered that puck through to Palat on the uh, goal that they scored in the second period but now Tampa Bay will be better I've seen too much of Tampa Bay this year last year two years ago Everybody gets worried if the bad game one happens to them. And how many times have they responded? They've just done it repeatedly. So win or lose, because yeah. they may not win, but win or lose, they will be a better Tampa Bay team than they were in game two than they were last night uh, in game one. I'm pretty sure of that. All right, there yeah. you go. That's our early look ahead. Again, we can't really go into props too much because those don't usually get posted until you know, 24 hours or less before the game. So we'll get more into that uh, on Saturday's show, which will be our next live show at noon Eastern. We are, I am doing a, just me and a guest tomorrow. We're going to do a pre-recorded show. It's just a brief, quick one. And we'll post it up on the, um, on the uh, YouTube channel tomorrow with a guest. And then, but our next live show uh, is going to be at noon Eastern on Saturday. Uh, that is the day of game two. Uh, and we will break it all down side, total props, uh, everything you name it for game two Saturday right here on the ice guys show uh, before we wrap it up uh, DraftKings Sportsbook uh, official sports betting partner of the NHL reminding you new customers uh, can bet just one dollar on any NHL team get $150 in free bets if they win if DraftKings Sportsbook isn't available in your state or province you can play for huge cash prizes with DraftKings daily fantasy hockey contests DraftKings giving all new customers a free shot at millions of dollars in total prizes with their first deposit download the DraftKings app sign up for an account use the promo code THPN bet just one dollar on any NHL team get $150 in free bets if they win that's promo code THPN at DraftKings Sportsbook an official sports bet partner of the NHL must be 21 years of age or older must reside in a DraftKings sportsbook state or province uh, restriction apply see draftkings.com sportsbook for details gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER download the DraftKings app sign up for an account use the promo code THPN there you go uh, I do that every day Joe the promo read there for uh, DraftKings you do a fantastic job of it too Ian wow yeah, and, uh, uh, and I appreciate you've complimented my voice before, but Dan Shulman, like I say, he's, we're, I'm going to be listening to him in 30 minutes when the Blue Jays start on Sportsnet. That's the guy with the voice. No, I, I tell you, I listen him. because you said yeah. that. I still think you have a better voice, Ian. Uh, I don't. Uh, I think that's that, that's a bunch of BS as far as I'm concerned. <laughs> but, uh, thank you, I appreciate it. But Dan Shulman is the uh, the master. Like you, that's the guy I would handpick to say, you know what? Uh, they're going to put me under the ground. You just recite my eulogy for me, please. Okay, Dan well, now we know. Be that guy. I know it's kind of a dark thought because that's <laughs> hopefully many, many, many years down the road from now yep. that we're talking about my eulogy. But uh, nevertheless, he's the guy that would read it. He just 
what a voice. I mean, it's a soothing, it's an easy listen. It's a soothing voice. It is just, it's booming. It's powerful. He's one of the best in the business of sports play by play. Uh, that's why ESPN loves him so much. That's why he's there probably is because he's that good. Uh, yeah, definitely. Oh, is everybody liking Joe Matt? Yeah, we'll bring Joe back. Uh, hopefully I know we don't, the problem is we don't have many shows left. So, you know, we're going to, we're only on our live shows, mostly on game days now during the cup final. Then we're going to have a season finale show. Maybe for that one, we'll bring Joe back season finale show. And she'll be on maybe our betcasts next week. She might be coming back for the betcasts next week too. So you'll see her on that Monday and Wednesday, potentially for our next two uh, betcasts. Uh, Joe, great stuff. Great to have you on the ice guys. Yeah, thanks for allowing me to come on today. It was great to sit here and talk hockey with you. You know, I love talking hockey. So thanks for making my day, Ian. Yeah, absolutely. Great stuff. And hopefully uh, get you ready a little bit early for game two. I mean, there's still a couple days. We can still, you know, ponder things and, uh, you know, really do our due diligence before we lock in everything. But you're kind of already getting a sense of where we're leaning at the moment with uh, game two. Uh, on Saturday. But great stuff with Joe Madden, our special guest. Thanks to everyone for joining us. Hit the like button uh, on the way out. We appreciate it. Uh, and a reminder, the Ice Guys is live seven days a week, Monday to Friday, 2 p.m. Eastern, Saturday and Sunday, noon Eastern. If you can't watch the show live, download the Ice Guys podcast in audio form on all major podcast platforms, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, and iHeartRadio. Download the Ice Guys podcast when you can't watch the show live. Uh, a welcome addition to the show, says Zach F. for Joe Madden. So very kind comments. We appreciate the feedback uh, of everyone watching. Uh, that's a wrap for our special guest, Joe Madden. I'm Ian Cameron. Have a great Thursday. Enjoy the games and good luck. And we will be back for our next live Ice Guys show on Saturday, noon Eastern, to get you ready for Game 2 of the Stanley Cup Final, presented by the Hockey Podcast Network.